you know, I don't know what to think about that. Sixty-five percent. That's stunning. Yeah. But I'm in the group. If you were to just poll me, call me at the house, I probably wouldn't pick up the phone. But if I did pick up the phone, um, 20 years ago, I would have said, Lee Harvey Oswald did it on his own. Come on. Why is everybody so so crazy? I'm telling you, man, the way the government has behaved in the last seven or eight years, the unbelievable behavior from bureaucrats in the government, I'm I hate to admit this, having been somebody who worked in the U.S. Senate, I I left the U.S. Senate as an employee, as a staffer, but senior staffer, with less respect for every institution in Washington. I just couldn't believe it. Everywhere I turned, I was so uh, disgusted by the attitude of the people who were working in a lot of different areas up there. And then the way everyone behaved about Trump, I mean, honestly, I'm shocked Trump has survived. Aren't you? I'm shocked that Trump has survived because they've done everything else except kill, uh, try to kill him directly to try to get rid of this guy. And, and it's not just, oh, the, you know, the mob in the street like in Paris and during the French Revolution. I mean, it's been the bureaucrats, the institutions have been after him. Um, so I, I am, it's awful to say that on this anniversary of President Kennedy's death, I would actually contemplate whether the government had something to do with it. Even, even 60 years, I mean, I think it was a different attitude, I think, maybe then, or was I naive? Was I naive the, the beginning of my adult life where I just thought everybody ultimately had the best interest of the country? We disagree on some things, but they ultimately have the best interest in the country, and there's some lines that no one would really cross. Maybe I was naive. I don't want to succumb to that mindset, that kind of really awful mindset. I'm trying to avoid that. Um, and, you know, it's, it's my choice whether I poison the well for the future or not. I can't, I can't afford to do that. I got a long life, I hope, still ahead of me, so I can't afford to succumb to complete pessimism and hostility and and misery i gotta remain optimistic at least that you know we could turn this around but it's this this anniversary kind of calls the question on some level right what what do you think and that's what i'm thinking today which i'm embarrassed and horrified to to say but 738 on this Wednesday morning. It is the 22nd day of November 2023. I'm John Reed and glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. Every day we have been talking to Republicans who are seeking the GOP nomination for the United States Senate seat that is currently held by a Democrat, Tim Kaine. And today we're uh, delighted to welcome Chuck Smith to the program, who you have uh, heard from on different occasions here on the air. But Chuck is one of the, I think he might have been the first person who announced that he was going to run for the GOP nomination. Chuck, good morning to you. Good morning, John. Yes, I I was the first person to announce. That's what I thought. Having yeah. me, yeah. All right, well, you know, for folks who don't remember the last time we talked, and I remember, yeah, we had you on because you were running for the uh, a nomination for attorney general, if I remember correctly, if we go back a couple of years. Um, introduce yourself to the audience and tell us why the Senate seat is the place for you. 
Okay, so uh, uh, good morning, everyone. My name is Chuck Smith. I'm running for the United States Senate because I believe uh, we are facing some dire situations, not just with Trump, but principally with Trump. Uh, we're facing some dire situations regarding our Constitution, uh, our well-being as a nation. Uh, uh, we see what's happening in other countries, and yet people are looking at us and where we stand. I think I'm uniquely situated to deal with these situations more than any other candidate at any other time in our history. I bring to the table a lot of skills, John, uh, uh, lawyer, uh, military, also uh, a Republican Party leadership. And I bring those skills at a time when we need someone who, who believes and understands the Constitution uh, uh, is there to be the supreme law of the land. The things that are happening to Donald Trump should not be happening. Uh, the things that are happening to our uh, uh, parents uh, should not be happening. Uh, people are getting arrested, people violating their constitutional rights. I am the one candidate that brings to the table the set of skills to deal with, with those issues. Do you think that you are plugged in, and I've asked everybody this question, in a way that you can raise the money to compete? Because I, I, I've looked at your resume. I remember when you were running for attorney general. It's a very compelling resume. But can you raise the money to compete dollar for dollar TV ad and radio ad uh, against Tim Kaine? Because he's going to bring in the money, it seems. Without a question of doubt, I, I think we're at a unique period in our history where uh, Americans, certainly Virginians, need to recognize that the definition of insanity is electing the same type people over and over again by doing the same things we've been doing before. Uh, uh, what we see happening with Trump, the issues that you raise, a possible assassination of Trump, but we've already had the assassination of our constitutional rights, uh, uh, where where the government seems to turn laws on their head. I think... Uh, Virginians, Americans are going to see that uh, I am the one candidate at this time, uniquely situated at this time, to address these issues. And we need to get away from our old good old boy policies where we funnel money, money, money to make excuses for people's lack of experience. Hmm. No one in this race has experience that I bring to the table. And I think the voters are going to see that. I think the people who donate money are going to see that. And, yes, I think we can raise the money and will raise the money to compete head-to-head with Tim Kaine. Yeah. Now, you know, it doesn't turn me off that you defend Trump or that you have positive things to say about Trump. I, but I was with a group of Republican activists who've probably been in the in the business as long as you have in, in Republican politics. And there was this big debate last night about whether even mentioning Trump will kill uh, candidates in Virginia with the moderates that you got to win over to win, it seems. How do you... How do you evaluate the election results from a couple of weeks ago? What worked and what didn't work, and what would you take as a lesson for your race? Well, let's start there. Let's let's start with uh, our elected officials, the one who uh, you know, the ones who won the last election. They had the mandate to to, to come out like a lion. That's not what we've seen. Uh, voters uh, gave them a mandate to deal with the school issues, to deal with the uh, uh, the vaccine, vaccination issues, to deal with the uh, uh, denial of our constitutional rights issues. Uh, and yet we didn't do that. And I think that affected uh, coming into this election because the voters saw or thought that our Republicans were weak. But let me say this about Donald Trump. Um, uh, not only is Donald Trump not weak, but uh, I defend Donald Trump not just because his name is Donald Trump, but because it really is a matter of the Constitution. If they can do what they're doing to Donald Trump, they can do it to any citizen we have in the United States. And yet, I am the one candidate who will tell you that uh, the United States Constitution, in its first ten amendments, uh, uh, articulates 
a basis upon which those things can never be done to any citizen. I bring that to the table. So it's not just about defending Donald Trump. It's about defending our Constitution. I believe if we get back to our Constitution, all of our problems go away, and we'll see problems not just nationally but internationally, where we're not the favorite uh, now in the world. We're seen as weak throughout the world. Uh, those are the things that I bring to the table. I believe that uh, we, we have a constitutional right to, our, to freedom of speech. What happened on January 6th, anyone who touched the building went into the building, certainly the issues with those. But when you deny uh, a former president the right to, to stand outside uh, of a building and talk about how he believes in this country, I think you can deny those rights to the individual citizen, and I'm going to stop that. Yeah. May I ask you the abortion question? That was another topic that came up with these activists. And, it, you know, some of them said, I'm as pro-life as I can be. But it seems that Republicans are losing, a, a very aggressively losing on the issue. And I don't, I don't know how you manage that. If it's a moral issue for you, how do you walk away from something that's moral uh, in, in order to gain votes in an election? Do you just avoid talking about it or do you double and triple down on it what what would be your strategy my belief uh, again faith in this country we have to be strong on whatever issue that we're talking about we have to not be seen as equivocating we have to not be seen as weak we have to not be seeing seen as uh, a fort one day against it another day republicans have for so long been on both sides of not just that issue but a lot of issues i think the voters are looking for people who believe in what they say uh, we believe in life. Everyone we're talking to, everyone we see, all the people around the world have all uh, been born. Uh, their parents made the decision for life. We can't be for life one day and yet uh, you're against life another day. We have to be strong. Uh, I believe uh, in uh, pro-life. I believe that uh, 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 we have to have a situation where uh, uh, if, 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 if you're pro-life one day, you're pro-life on the second day. If, mm-hmm. if, if you're pro-life on one issue, you're pro-life on all issues. And I, I, I really do think that's what the voters are looking for. They're not they're, they're sick and tired of, of Republicans dancing around issues. Yeah. My, my faith in God, my faith in life, I think are, are the principles that I want to bring to the table here. And I'm about to run out of time. I'm at a disadvantage because I'm on the radio. So people can't see that you are an African-American male. Do you think that status helps you or hurts you in in this potential race against Tim Kaine, or is it irrelevant? Uh, well, I, I pretty much think it's irrelevant. Look, uh, I was not born in Africa. I wasn't raised in Africa. I haven't lost any money or, or any dollars in Africa. Okay. I was born in Greenville, <laughs> North Carolina. That makes me an American citizen. Right. My ancestors, I like my that. Ancestors I like that. <laughs> believe that all of my ancestors believe that all we want is for people to believe in the Constitution and believe that we are citizens of this great country, period. Chuck Smith is one of the individuals seeking the Republican nomination uh, for the United States Senate, the seat that's currently held by Tim Kaine, which will be happening next year. Chuck, real quick, what's your uh, website? ChuckSmithVA.com. ChuckSmithVA.com. Thank you so much. enjoyed talking to you. hope we'll talk a lot over the next several months. Thank you, sir. And God bless. Okay. Interesting guy. I enjoy talking to him. This has been, you know, the last two weeks have really been interesting talking to these different candidates with their different backgrounds. Uh, Some of them kind of new to the process. Some of them, like Chuck, have have, uh, held a political office, not, uh, I don't think he's been in the House of Delegates or anything, but he was chairman 
uh, down in Virginia Beach, if I remember correctly. So it's interesting to hear these different candidates talk. And hopefully we will chat with them a lot uh, in the coming weeks because it's an important decision uh, to make. 747, we're back with more in a moment on News Radio, WRVA.